0: This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez.
1: Welcome back to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. As always, I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. The topic of climate change the climate is changing, the weather is changing, and for the worse, and it is all our faults all humans faults we are the ones to blame we are told by the early 2030s if we do nothing about this the world would end because of humans because we cause climate change for thousands of years maybe millions of years the earth has been around but now it's our fault the world is going to end because of climate change that is what we are told the earth has rotations, it has cooling periods, it has warm periods, it cycles. Thousands of years, however long there has been around. But now, now the world is going to end because of humans. It's all our fault. We messed up. This is what we are told. And the only way we can fix our mistake is by changing. For the world can keep going on. For we do not end this world. Just take a listen to the people that are telling us this.
0: Don't think that we are discussing climate change the way
1: we need to be discussed.
0: We are in the midst of climate change right now, and it is only going to get worse. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. The scientists also tell us, have 12 years in which to answer that question. 12 years within which like this is the war this is our world war Two. we have 12 years to turn this around we are less than 12 years away from not being able to undo our mistakes 10 years that we have left to us within the 10 years that we have left to us we don't have more than 10 years to get this right, a little more than 10 years from now. There is no justice and there is no combating climate change without addressing what has happened to indigenous communities. I speak to you as a human being, a woman whose dreams of motherhood now taste bittersweet because of what I know about our children's future. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. This is about our lives this is about american lives that our community will be uninhabitable will not sustain human life along this current trajectory i am here to say our house is on fire it's a crisis that could at its worst lead to extinction we are in the beginning of a mass extinction people are dying people are suffering people are dying how dare you we're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day and the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the earth that's what's boiling the oceans creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees what about a billion we would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world We have to act! Scientists, it is unequivocal. Humans are to blame. All this is entirely consistent with predictions and repeated warnings. The only surprise is the speed of the change. The era of global warming has ended. The era era of global boiling has arrived.
1: There you go, folks. You just heard it from them. In 10 to 12 years... We are all going to go extinct if we do not do something about it. You heard it straight from them. The world's been around for thousands, millions of years. Been 10 or 12 years because of climate change. Because of you. Because of humans. This is what scientists tell us. It's our fault. The world, as we know it, will be gone. And you heard it. The water is going to start boiling. This is the end of times. This is it. We're all going to die. 10 to 12 years we're all going extinct this is what scientists are telling us the end is now so on the topic of scientists we know that scientists go off of facts they go off of what's real and they need proof and that's what they go off of right they don't go around going estimating guessing they want 100% the hardcore facts So there's a scientist, very popular, famous, you probably heard of him. His name is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Give a little background. He was born October 5th, 1958. He is an American astrophysicist, author, and science communicator. Tyson studied at Harvard University, the University of Texas at Austin, and Columbia University. Well, there you have it. This man is smart. This is a scientist, so he's to go-off of facts, right? He's not going to say things that aren't true, he looks at the facts, that's what scientists do. So here's an interview between him and Stephen Smith about men and female. As a scientist, we have chromosomes, so I would assume this man would say, yeah, there's only male and female because of our chromosomes, X and Y chromosomes. But, you know, nowadays, some people say there are more than two genders, apparently. But since the beginning of time, there's always been two genders, male and female. But listen to this little interview.
0: Apparently, the XXXY chromosomes are insufficient. Because when we wake up in the morning, we exaggerate whatever feature we want to portray the gender Of our choice. Mm. Either the one you're assigned, the one you choose to be, whatever it is. And so now, here, so, so now just to tie a bow on this, I say to you, somewhere I read, somewhere, I I think I read that the United States was a land where we have the pursuit of happiness. Yes. Suppose no matter my chromosomes, today I feel 80% female. 20% Twenty percent male. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on makeup. I'm gonna do that. Um, tomorrow I might feel eighty percent male. I'll remove the makeup and I'll wear a muscle shirt. Why do you care? What, 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 what business it, is it of yours to require that I fulfill your inability to think of gender on a spectrum? And what I found in the human mind is that we go out of our way to put things in categories in bins mm-hmm. all right because that makes it easier for us mm-hmm. so that's why people come up to you and say well you're a boy or are you a girl choose one. which are you i say no maybe i'm a little of both wait, 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 maybe a little brother no you have to be one or the other no i will not be what you require just because you can't think on a spectrum i'm going to be what i want to be and we have known this as children
1: huh that's weird as a scientist, as he says he is, I thought he would go by the facts of chromosomes of X and Y being male and female. Apparently, he just said that that does not matter. You can be whatever you want, male or female. Facts don't matter no more, your chromosomes don't matter. And I thought, all this time, scientists go off of facts and reality. Apparently, I'm wrong, um, because I know scientists are clearly smarter than I am, and i You know, I'm not a genius, Uh, what can I say? It's very interesting, because people are telling us climate change, and you hear from this scientist that there are more than two genders, you can be whatever you want, apparently. Um, So what is it that climate change is told by scientists, which you heard earlier, that the world is ending, everything's going to end? And scientists like this are telling us this. So it makes you think, are they telling you the truth? Are they going off of facts? Or is there an agenda? Or are they just telling you things to put you into fear? What do I mean by this? Fear. Fear is one of the greatest weapons created to control people. If you give people fear, they would do whatever they have to. To give up either maybe their freedom, their safety, whatever it is. Just to feel safe and protected. Fear is one of the greatest weapons let me give you an example and this happens a lot but this has actually happened personally to somebody I know so this person had obviously their mom but they decided to go hiking so he went hiking and usually you know during hikes you do not get any cell reception you really don't get any reception at all going on hikes so well, this person was hiking. They called, somebody called his mom. And they told her, we have your son. We know he's he was hiking and we have him right now. If you don't give us $5,000, we will hurt your son or kill him. So, first thing that goes in mind, what just happened? Fear. You don't think straight. You don't like, what if this is a scam? What if this isn't true? Maybe it is true. But when fear happens, you do not think straight. You just believe whatever you want to fear safe or just do whatever it takes. You don't think straight. And this happens a lot, especially during scams. So what happened? His mother paid the $5,000 because they thought she had their son. So hours later, they were trying to contact him and they couldn't contact him because he's hiking. You don't get any reception hiking. So... Hours later, he comes back and says, Why is everyone calling me? Why are people emailing me, messaging me? What's going on? And she so told him what happened. Nothing happened to him. But this is what fear does to people they don't think, they just act. They just believe whatever they are told without thinking about it. So, whoever this person was, they knew he was hiking, whether he told somebody or maybe social media, because people like to post everything on social media nowadays. Somebody knew. And they use that against him. They use fear against his mother. And now she got scammed. Five thousand dollars. This is what fear does to people. And this is exactly what's happening. Climate change, world's gonna end, we're all going extinct if we do not change. What is that? Fear. Fear, fear, fear. And most people believe this because people don't think for themselves nowadays. People like I said, we live in a society people think with their emotions instead of logic the world's been around for a millions, possibly years who knows billions we don't know but it's been around forever and now all of a sudden within 50 years we destroyed it it's over we're all going extinct he said it's hotter now more than ever how do we not know hundreds if not thousands of years it was hotter then and now it's just cycling back Now it's just hot now. How do we know this? But by all means, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not a scientist, but we still believe scientists. So like I said earlier, they apparently do not go by facts anymore. They go on beliefs. And now what they're trying to push out is the carbon footprint. Because this footprint is going to save the earth. If you stop doing certain things, we're not going to go extinct. We're all going to survive. We're all going to make it. We might live another hundred years, who knows? But this is what the personnel, the carbon footprint. So what is a carbon footprint? From cooking a pot roast to jetting away for the weekend, the choices you make in your day-to-day life leave a mark on the environment. A carbon footprint is a simple way to express the impact. The size of your carbon footprint depends on multiple factors. The primary one is the amount of greenhouse gas emissions related into the atmosphere by a given activity. People, products, and entire industries have carbon footprints. Your personal footprint includes emissions from a variety of sources, your daily commute, the food you eat, the clothes you buy, everything you throw away, and more. The larger your footprint, the heavier the strain on the environment. To halt climate breakdown and avoid its worst impacts, we need to do two things sift to a low carbon economy and protect our best natural allies in the fight against climate change forests, grasslands, mangroves, and tidal marshes, which stash away large quantities of carbon. Drastically cutting greenhouse gas emissions will require everyone from individuals to industries to countries to vastly reduce their carbon footprint. Here's information and practical steps you'll need to get started. How is a carbon footprint measured? A carbon footprint estimates the total emission volume of greenhouse gases, those gases in our atmosphere that trap and release heat and contribute to climate change. While the measurement actually accounts for the release of a number of different world warming gases, like methane, nitrous oxide, and fluorinated gases, Results are typically expressed in terms of carbon dioxide, equivalency, for example, 5 tons of CO2 equivalent. The CO2 equivalency measurement enables straightforward, apples-to-apples comparisons of activities, events of industries that might otherwise be difficult to compare directly. How does carbon affect climate change? Carbon dioxide traps heat emitted by both the sun and the earth's surface. It releases the heat into our atmosphere. As we burn fossil fuels and cut down forests, high concentrations of greenhouse gases, specifically carbon dioxide, threaten to raise the average surface temperature of the planet to intolerable levels and cause a host of life-threatening impacts. Atmospheric carbon dioxide levels have risen more than 40% since the middle of the 18th century, and climatologists estimate that Current levels are as high as they've been in some 14 million years. As carbon dioxide levels continue to climb, fueling further temperature increases. The cumulative effects, including increased ocean acidification, rising sea levels, more frequent and intense storms, mass species extinctions, food scarcity, and greater economic inequality, will be felt worldwide. By the numbers, a lot of hot air. Around the world, the average person generates 4.8 metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions each year. In the United States, it's more than three times that number, 16.2 metric tons. In fact, the U.S. per capita carbon footprint is larger than of most nations, including Canada, Russia, Germany, Japan, China, UK, France, Brazil, and India. Your carbon footprint. So if the average person worldwide is responsible for emulating the equivalent of nearly 5 metric tons of carbon dioxide per year, where does it all come from? Truth is, dozens of daily actions and long-term lifestyle choices shape each of our carbon footprints. Here are five of the most significant contributors. Number one, family size. If you're a parent, no single factor contributes more to your carbon footprint than the number of children you have, with each child adding an average of 58 tons of CO2 equivalent per year to your total. Number two, transportation. Cars and planes are the culprits here. Owning and regularly driving a car adds an average of 2.4 tons of CO2 equivalent to your yearly footprint. While just a single transatlantic Flight adds 1.6 tons. Number three, heating and air conditioning. Regularly heating and cooling your home adds roughly 1.5 tons of CO2 equivalent to your annual footprint. That's because most American homes are still powered by dirty energy sources such as coal and gas instead of renewable sources like solar and wind. Here's how different energy sources stack up. A typical coal power plant produces about 870 grams of CO2 per kilowatt of power, while plants outfitted with carbon capture tech, which captures waste, carbon, and stores it underground, pump out about 156 grams. Consider some alternatives. Natural gas produces about 464 grams of CO2 per kilowatt of power, for solar it's 40 grams of co2 and for wind it's a breezy 11 grams number four food eating meat adds about 0.8 tons to your annual carbon footprint this has less to do with emissions produced directly by the animals themselves and more to do with energy required to grow and harvest the crops that feed the livestock but not all meats are created equal beef requires a lot more feed water and land than chicken and therefore, it for an additional 880 pounds of CO2 emitted per year. Number five, laundry. Merely washing and drying your clothes adds about 0.46 tons of CO2. Over the course of a year, 0.25 tons due to heating the water for the wash cycle and another 0.21 tons from drying your clothes. Put your best foot forward. And that article is from conversation.org. So let's do a little review so we are all going to get a carbon footprint that's going to measure what you can do and what you cannot do for the environment so your family size you might not be able to have so many kids because you're gonna destroy the environment you're gonna be limited transportation carbon footprint you might be able to drive so many miles maybe go so many places after that no more driving Heating and air conditioning. Nah, it might be cold, might be hot outside. I'm sorry, you're going to have to, you know, toughen it up. Because the world's going to end if you turn on that AC or if you turn on that heater. Don't do it. You're not allowed to. Food. Ah, You cannot eat that meat. You're going to end the world. Please. You can't have that food. You're forbidden. Maybe you can have one steak one once a week. That's it. No more. Because if you eat more than that, the world's going to end. And it's your fault. Ah, yes, laundry, clean clothes. Sorry. Maybe we will wash your clothes once a month because of the environment. The world's going to end if you wash your clothes. I'm sorry. Maybe once a month you can wash your clothes. If you're lucky, maybe twice. Besides that, no more laundry. You can end the world. You know, just think about all this. Without using fear and being scared that the world's going to end, what I just reviewed for you and what is. Supposed to be coming, what does that sound like without using fear? To me, that's control. They're going to tell you what you can and cannot do. There goes your freedom. You only can do certain things because the world's going to end if you do certain things and it's going to be your fault. So, you can't do it. You have to protect the earth, otherwise, we're all going extinct. So, this is what I talk about. People don't use logic. People don't think for themselves. People are going to use fear and not think with logic, but think with emotion. So what people are going to do, they're just going to follow the rules. They're going to be told what they can and cannot do because they're scared the world's going to end. We're all going to die. This is the difference between people that think for themselves and people that just believe everything they're told. And a majority of the population believe everything they are told. I made a podcast episode called The End of the World Business. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. We are told the world's going to end. It's a business. It's a business scheme. People are making money off of this. They use your fear to make money. That's why no more gas cars. Everyone has to go electric. It's all about the money. Money, money, money. That's all it is. This is how they use fear against you. But hey, what do I know? I'm not a scientist. I'm not as smart as them. I shouldn't question anything. I shouldn't think for myself. I shouldn't use my brain that I was given. I shouldn't do any of those things. I shouldn't question the news scientist. I should be an obedient citizen and believe everything I am told. Because that is what they want. At the end of the day, it's your choice your life, your decisions. All I ask is, don't believe everything you're told, now more than ever. Think for yourself. You were given a brain for a reason. Use it. Because nowadays, like I said, people think with emotions instead of logic, unfortunately. That's how it is. But I know if you listen to this podcast, you're a free thinker. You think for yourself. Because obviously you're changing your mindset. I mean, everything I talk about, is doing the opposite of what you are told. Most of the time when you do the opposite, you become successful, you're different, and you're better off than everybody else. Isn't that interesting? Once you do the opposite, your life changes. And that's why I always say, change your mindset to change your life. That's going to be it for this podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, Patreon member Blade262, for supporting the podcast. If you'd like to be a Patreon member, if you got questions... Comments, or you want to do a topic on a certain idea you have that you want me to do a podcast on, you can do that by being a Patreon member in the link in the description below. But thank you guys again. Please share. Please leave comments on whatever platform you're listening to. Hopefully, they are good comments because this podcast actually helped you and informed you. Um, But it does help the algorithm and it does help. And it does help when you guys share as well. So thank you guys again. I wish you the best. Keep thinking for yourself and keep finding the good fight. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change
1: your mindset to change your life.